This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Welcome back to Hack City. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by my former teammate, former roommate from the University of Rhode Island, Mr. Sean Anderson, we are almost two weeks away from the Hack City corporate uh, retreat that is coming up in Los Angeles. Sean, how are we doing today? Uh, I currently stepped away from watching the original Pirates of the Caribbean to tape this episode. There is a screening taking is, place in my living room. Uh, is, I was highly invested. Is that such a, a inconvenience to you? I was 45 you minutes you could have told me we, were doing, we could have done this later. I, uh, I no, 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 no. We needed to do this now. It was good to do this now. Uh, it's just Elizabeth Swan just met Captain Barbosa, and it's going down. All right. So it, we're, we're, we're chilling, but I just want you to know that's how much of a priority mm-hmm. I take for this show. Oh, I'm glad. That I'm my really favorite glad. fictitious group of all time. Well, not fictitious, mm. but uh, pirates. Uh, that's my that, – that is I, – I, I nerd out on pirates, so – me ditching the pirates to talk to you in that in that awful hideous sweatshirt uh it is good sweatshirt stinks uh okay uh you should dress like barbosa but I mean, <laughs> the puffy shirt going on like this oh is, yeah like this is seinfeld by the way i, I need to establish this now speaking of disney also- movies okay we're, go we're ahead, not go going ahead. to disneyland we are, we are absolutely not going to disneyland i've made that decision we, i think we i could fit on the going- rides well, I, I don't know. Actually, no, I with, this, with some of the people that you see on on TikTok <laughs> and on Instagram that are the Disney adults, I, I mean, they got to make space for them to on some of the rides. Uh, here's what I'll say. Also, I think that the Quiet Talker Puffy Shirt episode incredibly overrated. By the way, I think really? it's an incredibly overrated episode of Seinfeld. How many times have you watched it that you've been able to come to that conclusion? It's enough. I'm tired. I don't want to be a pirate. Worst line ever. Worst line ever. In it's the kind show. Of a, it is kind of a dumb bit. I'm not going to be not going to lie. I, I, and I, I have so much love for that show, but mm-hmm. that was so, it, it was just I couldn't I'm not invested in it. I'll never be invested in that episode ever. I, I need to rewatch the entire show. I, I, I watched it all the way through like a year ago, and I, I occasionally I haven't used my Netflix in like three months, but I know yeah. that you're getting good use out of it because sure. that is all you do is, is rewatch Seinfeld every single night. I haven't been on Seinfeld as much. I've been bullied into watching succession, uh, which is going okay. Uh-huh. It's going okay. I'm not Are gonna... you caught up. I'm not caught. I'm, the whole I'm thing got spoiled three. for me because everyone's, everyone's a jackass and terrible at, you know, keeping things from making it public. But, I almost don't even want to watch the current season. I hadn't started it yet, and I'm like, now I know what happened. And I still don't know what happened in the current um, season. It's fine. I, I'm still early season three. It's cool, um, but everybody is so. It's just a jack session, and I know it's it, it just all it is. And I, it, what baffles me is people go to work their office jobs as suits, and then they come back and watch an, a show about an office job and suits and all that stuff. I'm like, you don't want to watch something out of your own world. That's yeah. why I like pirates. 
It's not in my world. It's not reality. I'm not facing pirates. You might, if you were a pirate, you would be the biggest pirate that have uh, ever, ever existed. I'd kick a ass at a pirate. I'd be uh, an awesome but pirate. I, I don't know. Like, do you think you'd fit on the boat? Like, in, like not in a mean ship. way. Not a mean way. I'll do fine on the boat. Thank but, like, you very where much. Do you, where do you get to sleep, though? Like, this isn't even in a mean way. Like, as a 6'6 six, six individual, I don't know how many, lo- like, where are they going to put you? A big hammock. Pirates sleep in hammocks. Yeah, but, like, you're taking up the space of two other. There's oh a reason why pirates God, are I'd usually fine. small. I'd be fine as a pi- what yeah. I, I could I could do a ton of grunt work. I can load cannons easily, move the cannons easily. Any barrels full of gunpowder <laughs> I can handle uh, adept at fishing, pulling the sails. I can do that. Okay. I can manage. I'll okay. get scurvy. Well, I, I, I'm sure. Why does scurvy have anything to do with this? Well, I think I could I think I could make it through scurvy, honestly. What are the symptoms of scurvy? Well, you lose your teeth and you have uh, I think it's 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 failure of a lot of major organs from not getting enough oh. fruit. So it's a huge vitamin deficiency. Yeah, you probably would get scurvy if we're being completely honest. We're not here to recount pirates, though. Too much. Why not? Talk why else are we here? Too much pirate talk at the beginning of the not show. Enough. This is a football podcast. Wow, boo. Uh, we're expanding outside of our usual coverage that we do on the show. We obviously started out as an FCS football podcast. We wanted to cover all things football, and we've done exactly that on this channel, on this feed. This is the first time that we're doing this. We did the top four conferences in FCS preview for 2023. We are now going to preview all of the FBS conferences because there's less of them and just a little bit more highly covered. And we want to be able to talk about all of them. We're not going to only give attention to the Power Five. We're not that type of podcast. We're the type of show that is going to come here, talk about all of them. And we're starting things off with the Mac, Sean, which ironically... And we were talking about this like on the pre-show before we were doing the notes. We have a lot of experience with the Mac because in our time at Rhode Island, we played two different Mac teams. One of them we played really closely. The other one we got blasted. Played Central Michigan in double overtime. I forget what exactly it was. And then triple overtime. I always forget about that. And then Ohio, we got our asses kicked by a kid whose brother is now the starting quarterback at Ohio, which we're going to get to in a second. But I don't know how it ended up happening like that. We somehow managed to be very well versed with what it's like facing off against these Mac programs. Here's what's weird playing in the versus the Mac programs. It, the stadium intensity wasn't huge, but oh, it was I terrible. Lo- I love watching the Mac on TV. I love the the Mac games against each other because they play hard. Uh, it's a bunch of guys scrapping and clawing because they're talented. They're D one single A, uh, and, and maybe they're looking for a better opportunity in the portal. Maybe they're just looking to to be what the one guy from their school or two guys from their school that makes it out. But man, I last year I enjoyed some action. Uh, the, just all of it. They they play good football and fun football, which I I don't know. Call me. Uh, uh, hot take Sean right now. I enjoy fun, hard-played football. Well, it's it has the chaotic nature to it, which yes. I like. There, so I, was, I was trying to be nice. Well, no, I mean, there's. I, I think that everyone who plays football in the MAC and follows MAC football understand what the attraction is. It's chaotic. It's it's not as chaotic as the Sun Belt, which we're going to talk about probably in a couple of weeks. But I did the, the the MAC's fun. It's not as fun as it used to be. I think in the early 2010s, early 2000s, 
back in the day where uh, you know you you had the the time when Julian Edelman was a quarterback at Kent State. Who was that that one dude who was the quarterback at Northern Illinois? I'm completely blanking on his name, and he was he was just a total menace. I forget what his name was. I'm gonna look it up in a second. Wasn't uh, Tony Romo a Northern Illinois quarterback? No, no, no. no. He's an FCS guy. Oh, Eastern I stink. Wow, uh, terrible, terrible, Sean. But there's too many directionals in Illinois. There's too there many directionals and double directionals in Illinois. You got to have. I some remember other at one point you cities. thought you can't just you all thought, be Illinois. You, for the longest time of doing the FCS show, thought that Northern Illinois was a FCS program. Well, and they I have had to an keep FCS. reinforcing. They have, they have a weak FCS like logo, and I, there are some great FCS logos, but that Northern Illinois logo does not look like a well-established FBS logo. Look at that! It's yeah. It looks it looks FCSy, and that's with all love to the FCS. It looks like an FCS logo. Before we continue on with this video, I just want to tell you folks about an exciting new partnership that we have with this channel with Underdog Fantasy. Ever since I joined, I've been having so much fun. There are so many different exciting games that make watching games during the offseason more exciting. I'm not the biggest basketball fan, but it has made it way more entertaining since I found Underdog Fantasy. And my favorite game to play so far, which I think you should try out, is Pick'em. It is so easy to play. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite player's stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it simple. With their easy-to-use website and mobile apps, pick between two and five players to fill out your Pick'em slip, get every pick right, and take home some cold, hard cash. Use code HACK, H-A-C-K. Hack, like the name of this channel, use code HACK to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog. Go sign up. You won't regret it. You're going to have a blast. Check out Underdog Fantasy. I also want to tell you folks about our other reoccurring sponsor that we have on this channel, that being BetOnline, BetOnline.ag, which has all the updated odds, news, and anything for sports betting. It's my go-to source for when I want to be betting specifically on games, I love betting on college basketball or the NBA, uh, especially, again, during the offseason. Always looking for more fun ways to be uh, focused in on some of these other sports. It's betonline.ag and use promo code BELIEVE50. It's promo code BELIEVE50 to get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the games. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Starts. Wait, I'm trying to pull up who this who this guy is. I, I, I'm not going to be able to do it right now while we're doing the show, but... Um, Sean, I want to kick things off, though, by talking about one of the programs we did get to face in Ohio, which, to be blunt, is, I would argue, the favorite returning this upcoming year to repeat as the best team in the MAC to finish with the best regular season record. They are consistently a very well-coached team, and that was a really weird place to play, admittedly. When we went there, there weren't that many people in the stands. The stadium doesn't scream FBS to you. Um, it, it's not like an, an area that is, it doesn't feel like an FBS program, but those guys play so freaking hard and they play 
with such intensity. What is going to lead to their success is we got cooked by Nathan Rourke back when we played against them. Um, but on the the other side of this, now they've got Curtis Rourke, who's their starting quarterback, who's bigger and arguably a better overall prospect. And while Nathan right now is doing really good things in the CFL, we've got Curtis Rourke, who was the Offensive Player of the Year this past year. And as we've said on the show, for the lower levels of football, the top FCS, the lower level FBS programs, the way you succeed is having a good quarterback with good traits and one that is a successful leader, is productive statistically, and Curtis Rourke fits that description exactly. He does. Uh, just a quick uh, dog ear here. Was it Jordan Lynch at Northern Illinois? He placed third in Heisman voting in 2015. Yes, yes, yes. Good job. Okay, good job. Yes, it was him. It was Jordan Lynch. That's my uh, producer hat there coming through. Um, <laughs> uh, Ohio, though, uh, interesting. They have they had guys with some impressive size, I'd say. Uh, we weren't overlooking. We never overlooked a program that was single A, but it's different than when you're playing Kansas, right? And then yeah. when you're playing someone from the MAC. And we went there. And we're looking at some of the guys on the field. Like, damn, that's a that's a wide joker. You know, these are some big dudes on the field. Uh, impressive recruiting from them. And watching uh, some film on Curtis Rourke, he's solid. He's a solid quarterback. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He puts the ball where it needs to be. Uh, it, that's such a coach talk thing for quarterbacks, but <laughs> it's so important. Yeah, to have a to have a quarterback where you have faith that if you have a ten yard out. He's not going to overthrow or underthrow it. Saw plenty of those where it's, hey, here's the ball. It doesn't need to be a, a laser beam to you, but it's going to be right there in your hands. Perfect. Thank you. We're going to march down the field. And that that's what Kurt, Curtis Rourke can provide for the team. I think it's very solid. And having the best quarterback in the conference, there are a couple other talented quarterbacks, but having the best quarterback in the conference is big for them. And he also limits the turnover ratio. Only four picks last year is massive. So, it's hard not to pick them as a favorite when you have that much confidence in your leader on the field. They also have some other dudes that are worth paying attention to. Uh, Sam Winglas, I'm definitely mispronouncing that, was a former Ohio State receiver, transferred to Ohio this past year, and he goes for 877 and 11 touchdowns, which is a fantastic stat line. That pairing and that already established chemistry, I think, is going to be really significant for the offensive firepower that they return. Uh, Say Bengura, had seven touchdowns as their lead running back. And then on the defensive side of the football, Key Thompson had 137 tackles. All these Love guys that. were all, all conference players. But I, they just got dudes in the right positions. That's what I look for. When we talk about these levels of programs, which why I like talking about these levels of programs, it's so different than when we're going to do the SEC preview. It's like, okay, Georgia has X, Y, and Z five stars at – along the defensive line and they've got this kid who was the third ranked defensive end and he's going to do this this year like that stuff's kind of easy to me to sit here and talk about that it's like yeah they've got the athletes like who's got the most athletes who's got the best athletes but when we sit here and do this it's who has the most important players the most important positions and who brings back the most quality returning production and that to me looking at the offensive side of the football it is going to be hard to keep up with a lot of what they have on 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 offense it's great balance. It's great balance. And then I love seeing Thompson have 137 tackles last year. I love that. If you have mm. a linebacker that is constantly sniffing for the ball, it makes everybody's job easier. Safeties, corners, defensive line, outside. It, 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 everybody is playing better when you have one guy 
and it, it, you always want to swarm defense. You always want to swarm 11 hats to the ball. It doesn't always happen. But if you have one guy that you can say, all right, the ball is going this way. He's going this way. It helps so much because that's a guy that you can trust to at least be the first guy there, second guy there, start punching at the ball. So I will always get a little bit juiced up uh, when I see a, a linebacker with over 100 tackles. Doesn't matter where. Doesn't matter. You get 100 tackles in a season. I'm getting juiced up about it. Well, we've got a lot of praise for Ohio. It should be noted that Toledo is going to be breathing down their neck right behind them. As last year, they were nine and five. They competed in the MAC championship, and they bring back a lot. Like we sit here and we're talking about those key players. I, I pulled so many guys that made the All MAC team last year to put into our synopsis of who's coming back. This is the most returning production, just overall returning starters, everything. Nick Rossi is a really good offensive lineman. Dallas Gant, 116 tackles. Uh, you noted in here that he's an Ohio State transfer as well. Uh, Quinion Mitchell, star DB. Max and Hook, 81 tackles, a talented defensive back. And then I am paying attention to closely that they have their own quarterback receiver pairing of Daquan Finn, who had 32 total touchdowns this past year, was an underrated player in the country for the production that he provided. And then he has a receiver in Jawan Newton, who had 830 yards and nine touchdowns in 2022 so we've got a lot of guys on the defensive side of the football at linebacker at defensive back we've got good offensive line play and we've got another really good quarterback and I think that the battle here now is going to be between Rourke and between Finn for who is the best quarterback in this conference yeah they're far and away the top two I focused a lot on Mitchell uh, at the DB position he's sticky uh the five picks he had four in one game versus Northern Illinois Last year, two were pick sixes, which awesome. I think he made Sports Center or something. Mm-hmm. Regardless, he was a uh, he. He's a sticky DB, and he is. He, I'm looking at the how, just the way he's covering, the way he knows the route. As soon as the receiver's breaking, it's great. Uh, little God, he looks a little bit like Asan- Asante Samuel on the field. Just the way that his hips move, uh, mm-hmm. which is super enticing, uh, especially for a defensive coordinator and then for scouts along the way to see that. I mean, that's just me. I don't, I took a quick glance and I could tell you who I see him resemble. And that's, that's very promising. Uh, Daquan Finn also very, very interesting. They need uh, Toledo needs to stay as creative as they can be with Finn. I didn't see a ton of, wow, he's going to dice you up with his arm, but I didn't see a ton that said he can't do it. So, let him run a, a standard offense goal line. I like what they're doing. Design quarterback runs. He's very athletic, has a very good nose for the end zone. He has the ball in his hand and he makes the throws that you need him to make. Uh, it's just nothing that jumps off the page. So if it seems negative, I'm not trying to make it negative, but that's just the, the my analysis of it. So stay creative, stay, uh, uh, try to find, try to keep the defense on your toes when you have a quarterback that is that dangerous and has trusted weapons around him. It, it, he's 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 good. He's good. It's going to be him and Rourke uh, battling it out this year. I think one thing that you you tossed in here in the notes. I uh, appreciate you throwing in who their bigger opponent, Power Five opponents are for all these teams. You put in put in here that they have to play Illinois, and I, I would argue, out of all the teams, maybe separate from Buffalo, who has to play. Oh no, wait, never mind. I'm speaking way ahead of myself because. Bowling Green plays Michigan. I'm a dumbass. But them having to play Illinois as their Power 5 team, that's not a winnable football game. That is a very hard game 
to win. Illinois is very, very underrated, really good defensively. And even though they mean, lost Brian White, mean as yeah, hell. T- they've got mean some dudes on the defensive line. So that's that kind of stinks for them that they don't have a game that they can show up and put up a fight where it's kind of like an X'd out. You're probably going to lose this game. And you need as to stack as many wins as possible outside of your uh, in-conference schedule. I mean, you could run the table in conference. It just depends on how well you perform. And if you don't have any stupid losses, you will finish at the top of the conference. Well, here's the thing about the Illinois. They're, they're losing Devon Witherspoon, uh, who is, I think, the meanest player on their defense. He's so fun to watch, by the way. I, I, I ranked him as my number one corner. You should. I, I love him. He's I, so good. I, I, it's just... I, and that's so tricky because defensive players can't hit. You know, a lot of it's, mm-hmm. it sucks. Uh, I, I, that's what I think the problem with uh, Keanu Neal was in Atlanta. As soon as he got there, all the all the all the changes of the penalties started happening. And yeah, why'd you draft them? Oh, because he shuts down the entire middle of a defense. Oh, well, can he shut it down anymore? No, because the NFL is not allowing him to safety or not. That's or player safety or not that's tough to maneuver. So there might be some apprehension with Witherspoon around that angle because he does thump dudes. Uh, and I, I know we're talking about the Mac, but I, I can see the apprehension for why he's not getting mocked as the number one, but them going up against Illinois doesn't terrify me though. I, I it doesn't because they're two, they're, they're both so di- such different teams. Mm. They're different. So when they're different, you either, I don't know. You either get rolled or it's a really great game. And I, I'm leaning towards maybe my optimism of it being a really great game. They're going to get rolled. What are you, what are you talking about? Look, man, they're going to get rolled. Stop, I told you stop, I prefaced stop, it with stop, some stop, optimism. Stop. No, we're not. We're not. No, they're going to get, they're going to get blanked. We're not blanked. Yes. They're oh, not God. beating Illinois. <laughs> Illinois was, Illinois took, took Michigan down to the wire. And then I know what they much. did. I know what they did. Oh, <sighs> Uh, Eastern Michigan, I think, is the only other remaining team of significance. Uh, Buffalo is in the conversation, and Bowling Green is was good last year, was quality last year, lost a lot. Them losing Carl Brooks is very significant. Buffalo has some guys on the defensive side of the ball, but Eastern Michigan um, has some positives. They were they were nine and four last season, which is a little sneaky good. They play Minnesota this upcoming year. One, I think the most notable guy who's coming back is Samson Evans, their star running back, 1,100 rushing yards, 15 touchdowns. He runs hard. He runs really, really hard. He's fine. Which, which I like. He's fine. Okay. What do you mean he's fine? He's fine. He, the, the, he's getting that, and his offensive line is opening massive holes for him. On a lot of the touchdowns, it's great holes. And that's not a fault by any means to Samson Evans. It's uh-huh. not a fault. That, that it's the same thing. Oh, how's he going? He's got all these great wide receivers in college. How's he going to do in the NFL? It's not his fault that he has great wide receivers. That's how a team is supposed to be built to win. You have great offensive line. You have a great offensive line blocking scheme. Tight ends contributing, receivers contributing. It's all good. He's got a team that's willing to block for him. If you have a team that's willing to block for you and willing to to block effectively in the MAC, eleven hundred sixty six yards. That's expected, at least for me. So. He is a good Mac running back. I am not over the moon with this guy. I'm not. He's he's solid. He follows follows the lane, but he's not going to do anything that makes you say, "Damn, wow, what a play." 
All right. Fair, fair apt analysis. I will not push back on that. I, I wish you were as realistic as the statement that you just made a second ago that you think that Toledo is going to put up a fight overtime against Illinois. Game. That's going to be an uh, overtime game. I, I, I'm, we're going to bring this back up again. We're going to bring that when that game is played, we are going to bring this back up again that you made that statement. And there's no backing down. There, you make a dumb statement, you have to stick behind it. That oh is no, the rule my match credibility is going to be down the down the. No, crapper. it's it's over. No, I would argue that's Big Ten credibility because you're discrediting <laughs> one of the best teams in the country. I think the, um, um, uh, they they got great coaches. I think they play hard. Good luck covering. You're a you're a hack. Uh, Buffalo is fine. Again, I'm very uh, I'm very wary of Bowling Green because. They're just getting picked apart. One of the teams that got picked apart in the, the portal. Some of the other notes, though, that I just want to throw in here about the Mac for this upcoming season before we wrap. Carson Steele being gone is so disappointing. And I got to be honest, Carson Steele, the running back at Ball State, he's got the whole Thor thing going with the long blonde hair. One of the most fun football players to watch. He's, he's awesome. Gonna be, he's going to be so good at UCLA. And we're going to, I'm going to just gush over him when we talk about the Pac 12. Um, because he is, he is just such a fun running back, and he fits exactly what um, you look for for a Chip Kelly running back. He's gone. He's not a Mac player anymore. Kent State got just ripped apart after losing their head coach to who is now the offensive coordinator at Colorado. Colin Schley, who was one of the best quarterbacks in the conference, gone. He's at UCLA. He might not even start, but he's gone. He's at UCLA. And then uh, Marcellus Marshall was a guy who kind of popped on my radar as a fun offensive tackle, he's now going to UCF. Fun note here that I, I think was kind of brought up during this guy's recruiting process. Blaine Gabbert's little brother is the starting quarterback at Miami of Ohio, or at least should be. Brett Gabbert, I don't know if that means anything for them. Um, Blaine Gabbert was really good at Missouri. So Here's what I can promise you. If you're a football player with a gimmick, you're going to get some praise from Joe DeLeon. That, that's something that's going to happen. So if hey, you got, man, I made if you got hair whole... coming out of your helmet or if you got a, if you got a I... sweet, funny tattoo, you're, you're going to get some run from Joe DeLeon. I made it through this whole show without bringing up Parker Titsworth on the University of Ohio. That's, the whole do show. you deserve praise for that? Well, you Is he you a good offensive the... lineman? I, I think he starts. It says he played in nine games last year. I can't tell you if he does or not, but his name sure. is Parker Titsworth, and it's the best name in college football. Mm -hmm. Does he, he wear wears, a number? Does he wear a number like 70 wears, or 71? He wears 69. You oh, know does he? he okay, there's some gimmick. He knows what he's doing. He yeah. knows what I would. I, I, Every player knows what they're doing. We tried to have Cody Mock on the show because he plays the bit and he knows what he's doing, and we were denied having him on after he agreed to come on. Sure. I want to get Parker Titsworth on. I don't I don't know what that would take. You need to D, you should DM him. You're a former offensive lineman. But came in. I want to talk ball. I want to offensive lineman, offensive lineman. Would love to have you on. You need to DM him. Really? Par Just so you can get your 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 fill of the of the college football. You know, what was the remember how we were trying to we were going to sponsor an NIL athlete last year? And oh, we yeah. Were, and it failed miserably. I would I would love to sponsor Parker Titsworth. Oh, as a what was weekly. the name we, we had to use? It was like Big Grinder 59 oh, or something yeah. like that. That's right. But I don't want him to change his handle. I don't want Titsworth to change anything. I would I would pay. Probably more than it's worth to have him come on the show on a weekly basis. Oh, 
I, let's look into this. I, he's got to have a representation. I would assume so. You want to do some live live producing, <laughs> live behind the scenes? Wait. I'll check it out. All right. Parker Titsworth only has ni- he only has 914 followers. Oh, that can't be Big true. Cat follows him, though. <laughs> um, he his Twitter profile is exactly how I would think it would be as he's got the He's got the 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 wolf eyes in the top there as his as his banner. Um, he's got a website. Titsworth sixty nine. Okay, he know, he know no he he's got nine hundred fourteen followers. We can afford him. He's got Titsworth gear, man. I I'd pay him. I'd pay him a thousand bucks a month. Damn cheap hoodie, forty dollar hoodie, thirty thirty five dollar jersey. Oh, what do you think Ethan USA is? Do you think that that's his agent? I'm going to send them an email. I think that this would be the best thing that could ever happen to the show if we sponsor him and he is our NIL athlete. It's a confusing website. The, uh, yeah, it's not the best website. But like, I, don't, it also, I think it's a great website. I, it's just confusing the layout. It's just... I, I, Sean, I have a, I have a spired... Like an old huddle profile. <laughs> Here's contact information. <laughs> I am I am aspired. I, I have aspired to have an NIL athlete on this, sh- like to pay somebody. And I've thought, and we've talked about it a little bit. I would like to have a weekly reoccurring player, and I think that Parker Titsworth is the man for the job. I wonder if anyone else has tried to offer him something. And again, I have a feeling that I'm going to reach out to their rep- his representation, and they're going to say it's like fifteen thousand dollars to have him on once a month. Of course I, it I, is. Yeah, but we'll find out. Joe DeLeon. Sean Anderson, you got anything else before we wrap up? I, I mean, come on. Wait, this is this has gotten to a level of, of absurdity <laughs> that I can't top in my closing thoughts. Okay. Drive safe, everybody. Yeah, we'll there you back. go. Hack City on YouTube. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working. The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.